Hi everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow intentionally in every aspect of your life. So wherever you find yourself today, this podcast will challenge you to take the next practical step towards your God-given purpose and potential. My name is Justin Doro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-host Robin Aldea. Hello podcast listeners and welcome to this brand new episode of Growth Week. This whole week we have been speaking about increasing your capacity. So for 2022, if you want to have one New Year's resolution that I promise you will work by just taking it up one notch, it is in increasing your capacity. And so if you have missed these episodes, we want to encourage you to go back to that episode, increasing your capacity where we just explain um, how you can start doing that. Um, In the second episode for this week, we spoke about no pain, no gain, why it's important to allow pain into various areas of your life so that you can grow and sustain growth. And then yesterday we spoke about underexposed potential, why it is so important to expose yourself to different things this year so that you can grow. While today's one is going to be a juicy one, we are talking about character check, checking your character. And basically, you need to always make sure that your character can sustain the growth you desire. So if you desire growth in a particular area, if you have hopes, dreams for the future that you want to get somewhere, you want to make sure that as you grow towards that thing, your character is growing along with you so that it can sustain where you are going. Character basically equals moral excellence and firmness, ethical quality. Mm. It's just that something inside of you that's really at the essence of who you are. I love the scripture, Proverbs 20 verse four to five says, the purposes of a man's heart are deep waters, but a man of understanding draws them out. Many a man claims to have unfailing love, but a faithful man who can find. Mm. I feel like this speaks so well to what we're talking about. These verses ask the question, who can find a faithful man? Who can find someone of character? Faithfulness is a character thing, something that dwells deep inside of us within like the unseen wiring of a person's life. Mm. It's almost like, um, you know, we like to say default settings. You get to see someone's default settings when you walk through um, situation that brings your character to light. So your character is all about what happens in the real inside you. It finds its strength in what you truly believe and what you truly value. And so um, I love the saying, uh, don't let your gift take you where your character can't sustain you. The truth is, is that your talents will take you places, but when you get there, will your character be able to mm. keep you there? There's this whole thing, competence versus character. And so, Pastor Jay, why don't you speak a little bit into that? Why do you think that people should care about having character in a society, in a world where really people are not quite ethical anymore um you know everyone has their own morals everyone has their own idea of what's right what's wrong their truth why should someone care about having character you know for for me it's a no-brainer character sustains you it sustains the growth it doesn't matter what you're doing if you don't have character it's like you're building your castle on sand 
one day something is going to happen and it's going to come crumbling down because mm. it's not on a solid foundation. So character is the foundation. That's the foundation for whatever you want to do in life. You know, character tells people that you are the person that you say you are. You know, can I really trust you? Only character will make me yeah. say, yes, I can trust you. It's not your competence. It's not your gift. Your gift will function. Your gift will open doors, like you said. A gift will always uh, present you before greatness. That's what the Bible says. But after you're there, it's the character. And I've seen so many people who have great gifts and Everybody's like, wow, this person is supposed to go far. But because they never take time, like you're asking, to you know develop the character or their character, they never go far. Because everyone will soon realize that, hey, this is just a gift without character. Yeah. We cannot trust this person with this platform. Definitely. And many people, it's easy to put up a fake persona for oh, yeah. a while. You know, it's easy to have the appearance of moral goodness, of character and stuff, but eventually it does come to light. I think we've seen a lot of that in the church in yeah. the last couple of years, you know, where people have had amazing gifts that have taken them places, but then their character falls short and everything falls apart. But we see it in the world as well. You know, we see royalty, we see, um, we see businessmen, we see super influential people that have built these empires for themselves that have seemingly have everything in the world. Yeah. But then eventually something shines through the cracks and, you know, these scandals emerge and court cases and all this kind of stuff. So even the world knows that there's something about character that is really important. You can get to the top, but very few people actually get there and maintain that growth and keep growing because they just fall. And this is the reason why we included it in one of the steps of increasing your capacity, because you can do all these other practical things like no pain, no gain, like Robin rightfully said. But if you don't increase your character, you are fooling yourself. Whatever capacity you think you have, if you don't have character, you can't sustain it. So as you are writing your New Year resolutions, uh, many people will focus on their calendar. You know, uh, I've got places to go, people to see, things to do. So your calendar is already full uh, for us who are ministers and we get to do itinerant ministry. It's like I've got invitations already and, and that's the easy part. I can fill up my mm -hmm. calendar with events, with people to see, with places to go. But if I don't take time and deliberately focus on my character, I can go to those places and I can make a big mess. Mm. You're just one step away from a big blow up. You know, many times when you hear people that have, you know, messed up, it's not that they've messed up because of competence. You don't get headlines like, oh yeah, so-and-so, so they had an accounting error and they missed a one for a seven or something like that. It's like everybody knows people can make a mistake. That's competence. But when it comes to character, mm. everybody's like, we thought this was the real deal. We thought this is who they say they are. You know, in our church circles, we talk about they fell into adultery and that kind of stuff. But the truth of the matter is you don't just fall. You can't love God, have a passionate relationship with God, uh, love your wife, and then just fall. You don't just fall. It's a character flow. You were not strengthening your character mm -hmm. as you were growing. And then when the opportunity presented itself, you fail. Yeah, and I think what starts to happen in this area specifically is that it's small little compromises that we start exactly. making or it's like you start becoming desensitized to certain things. You start entertaining certain people in your life, certain conversations. Mm. <laughs> you know, maybe you turn a blind eye to something that you know is wrong and that you should expose. All these things, you know, it 
as isolated incidents, it seems insignificant. But if you start allowing more and more of that into your life, soon you find yourself compromising so much more and your character starts breaking down majorly. I like what you said, uh, Robin, because Psalm 1 gives us what I sometimes call the anatomy of a slippery slope. And it simply says, blessed is the man who walketh not with the counsel of the wicked. Blessed is a man who does not stand in the way of the sinners and blessed is a man who does not sit in the company of mockers. And that's like exactly what you said. We compromise a little bit. We start by walking with the sinners. We start by just doing life with them. All of us, as we go through life, we get to walk with the sinners. We, and we, we should. We should. We're called definitely. to do that. <laughs> we, we should walk yeah. with them. But here's the problem. From walking, we then stand and we start admiring them. Oh, wow. I love the way they do this. I love the way, you know, I've got a few f- um, Christian friends uh, loosely that I know who suddenly now it's like, oh, yeah, drinking is a little bit okay. You know, when we have this type of food, we like to have wine and we like to do this. And I'm like, where did you get that? They were admiring what they are. Wicked mm. friends were doing. And they're like, oh, it's not that bad. And then from standing, then comes to the place where you sit and you just camp. You're like, oh, I like it here. And what was supposed to be just a walkthrough and lead other people closer to Jesus is now like you're sitting and you're camped. And that's what happens with character. If we don't watch our character and we are intentional in developing it, it's like a slippery slope. It's just you move from walking to standing and then one day you are really sitting in sin and yeah when people try and correct you like no this is fine i think that leads us perfectly into the first of the four areas you know Mm. intellectually what does it look like to have character you know um i remember before this we started recording this i was like i don't really know quite know how to connect the two but you know you, you raise the thing of there's so many people who so value being intellectual and wise in their own eyes and right in their own eyes that they've compromised on character. Mm. You know, we live in a world of information oh, yeah. <laughs> and information is literally at the tip of our fingers. But many people compromise on character for information. So can you speak a little bit into that? Well, for me as a communicator, one of the things that the Lord keeps challenging me is sometimes you find something and it sounds so cool. It's not your idea, but you want to make it your idea. Lack of character will make you plagiarize, write it in a book, sell Mm. books. And one day there's a big scandal. Uh, You're being charged or sued because you're plagiarized. That's a lack of character. It's not like, oh yeah, I didn't know. You knew what you were doing was wrong, but because you lacked character, all you want is I want to be at the top. I also want to release my book. I also want people to read my stuff, but that's not your stuff. You are plagiarizing and that's lack of character. I've also seen some people who are really smart and you're having a conversation with them and then all of a sudden they say something that's very dumb. You're like, how can you be so smart and say what you've said? Because what you've said makes me question your character. And so when we talk about increasing your uh, character intellectually, it's just making sure that as you grow your mind and as you increase your capacity intellectually, your character still holds everything together. You're still a man of integrity. Your yes is a yes and no is a no. If I say this, this is my material, no one must double check. Mm. It's like, this is my material. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you know, when it comes to intellectual conversation and that kind of stuff, I'm attracted to people that um, can have intellectual conversations. Mm. I love that. You know, I love being challenged. 
but I've been in a couple situations where an intellectual conversation is going and all of a sudden, you know, someone tries to prove a point so much, like their need to be right and to prove a point is so extreme mm. that they start breaking down the people around them and not just like, you know, like, but going for the identity, going for like, hey, you know, like you are stupid or if you don't see things my way, we can't walk together. And for me, that's where it's like, wow, that's like no ways. You know, I would rather never have another intellectual conversation with you again if it means, um, you know, every time I'm going to go into that area, we're going to be breaking down each other or whatever. So for me, that's like, hey, maintain your character. Rather appear like you don't have all the answers and maintain your character than have this big head and think you know everything. And people kind of look at you and they're like, yo, where's this person's character? You know, the Bible actually says knowledge puffs up. It's so easy to become puffed up with intellectual growth. When you increase your intellectual capacity, pride quickly kicks in. But if you are a man of character, you just remain humble and your character will always be good. Yeah. So what does character look like in the physical? Again, you know, we were wrestling the idea of how do we actually communicate increasing your character physically. What came to mind is that there are so many people who behave in ways that make others question their character. So you can be in, you know, physical spaces and the way you dress can make us question your character. We're talking about things that may seem trivial, but these things are coming out of who you really are. I often speak to my wife. She she gets these moments where she wants to go to a conference and she's like, can I wear this? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But she says, no, but I, is it not too revealing? Is it not this? Is it not that? And character just forces her to, even though she loves a particular style, she has to make sure that how she presents herself sustains uh, her character. Definitely. And I think we can look at things like social media. We can look at post um, pictures that we post, all these kinds of things that speak to our character in the yeah. physical. You know, is the way that you are portraying yourself, your body, um, you know, on social media and stuff, does that honor God? Does that honor other people mm-hmm. even? You know, is a brother going to scroll past your Instagram <laughs> feed and kind of um, need some help to, <laughs> to be sanctified right. again or, or whatever? But the thing is, is like we've so compromised in this area you know um, social media has made it just acceptable for us to post whatever to post our entire lives and in fact even just to be fake you know everyone posts their highlight reels on Instagram (laughs) no one actually really lets us know what's happening in their lives but we put up this thing of just like hey it's okay as long as I appear to be good it's fine but if I'm not then that's fine too so a character again in this area uh, is avoid in any appearance of evil. That's character. You know, a person of character will like, hey, I know this is not bad yet, but it appears bad. If people see me in this place doing this, they might misconstrue who I am. And I want to make sure that at all times, the person that I say I am and how people perceive me is intact and that's character. And it's not being afraid of people or caring too much about what people think. No, I think people of true character know that they are an example to others. You know, and especially us as Jesus Jesus followers, we know that we are to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth. And so we know that there's a higher calling. We need to walk more circumspectly to be able to be an example to others. And so it's not that we're afraid of people. We're like, oh, what's that that one going to think if I do this? But no, you just know that there's something you're set apart 
And your character needs to show that who you are, the way you live needs to show that you are set apart physically. That's good. And I love what you said. In most cases, people who really are trying to build their character, they're not concerned about what other people think because many times, especially in this day and age where we have people who have just become immoral, people that don't have character, they can influence you to do crazy things. But a person of character is actually saying, even though my friends will say this is okay, even everybody will approve this, but personally... I think there's something that is just not right. And and I'm not going to do that because my character doesn't allow me to. Definitely. And so that brings us to the next one, which is relationally. Mm. What does character look like in relationships? Um, I think there's a scripture that speaks directly into this. It says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character there is no other way about it don't think that you're going to be different you're going to be able to change someone (laughs) you know you're going to stay pure (laughs) if you walk with these people because there's a special anointing on your life i don't know (laughs) how you have misled yourself but it says do not be misled bad company corrupts good character. character you cannot have good character if you are keeping company with people who are questionable yeah I know that sounds a little bit harsh and judgmental, but that's the truth. The thing is, yes, walk with them, but don't sit down with them. When we say sit down, it's not like don't eat with them. Like, Don't camp. Don't make them your best buddies because the moment you allow them to become your best buddies, they're going to corrupt your character. And I don't think we need to over explain this, but the reality is so many of us are cheating on our character because we just want to please people. And I think it's easy for cracks to appear in this area relationally because, um, yeah, we are just flawed people. You know, we just, um, we don't know, always know the right thing to do relationally and stuff. But I think that one thing I want to add is that you need to walk with others who are wiser than you relationally. Um, You need to, you know, we see it as fathering. We call it fathering. You need to find someone to father you. You need to find someone to walk with you in accountability so that you don't become... Um, yeah, you don't become manipulative. You don't try and control people. You don't do things that are just really bad for you relationally. And so the way that you can protect yourself um, in this area is just by walking with people that are smarter than you, that are wiser than you relationally. And so the final area is developing your character spiritually. What does that look like? Yeah, you know, this one is a high standard. It's almost like this is what in in the olden days would keep uh, people away from church in a sense where the religious people thought, hey, it's a lot of do's and don'ts kind of thing because spiritual character is everything. You know, there's a lot of things that the Bible says we can do. But there are some things that he says we cannot do. Mm. And and many times this scares us. Like if I give my life to Jesus, then my life is going to be boring. But that's not the issue. It's about a relationship. And we have come to understand this. It's about a relationship. But here is the point. Increasing your spiritual character requires you to consecrate yourself. You used this word earlier on, to sanctify yourself, separate yourself. You have to be different from the people of the world. And many people are like, I want to grow spiritually, but they want to be like the world as well. Mm-hmm. Like, are you really serious about spiritual growth? Yes. Uh, then stop doing this because that's not what spiritual people mm-hmm. do. And we kind of like, no, but I love it. And in fact, sometimes when you challenge people, you and I know this as we walk with people, as we mentor people, uh, when you challenge people to stop something that is clearly worldly and they kind of choose, no, I can't do that because I love this 
And you think, but you're also saying you love the Lord. Why can't you let go of this so that you can mm. really express your love for the Lord? And so there are many scriptures that we could refer to. You know, uh, I always love First Timothy chapter number three. I'll read just a part of it. It's You can read the whole thing. It's, it's just like the character of a spiritual leader. And he says, this is a trustworthy saying. That's how Paul starts. He says, if anyone aspires to be a church leader, Call it, if anyone aspires spiritual growth, he desires an honorable position. Um, so a church leader must be a man whose life is above reproach. That mm. statement is just like, your character must be above reproach. Why should people question you if you are claiming to be uh, a man of a spiritual character or a good spiritual standing? You must be faithful to his wife. You must exercise self-control, live wisely, and be of good reputation. So I could go on and on that whole chapter is talking about things mm. that make for good spiritual character. And here's what I want to say to our podcast listeners. If you want to grow in this area this year, just say, what must I introduce? And sometimes you might just need to introduce one of these things. He must be teachable. Maybe you just need to be teachable. Yeah. Maybe you must just like this year, if only I can allow people to teach me something, I'm going to grow spiritually. That's going to be a game changer for you. Mm, definitely. Well, Pastor Jay, this conversation has been so amazing. I think that this is a real challenge to people um, because this really looks at who we are. Mm. Um, you know, it's easy to go through, sometimes to go through the pain, like that thing of no pain no gain but sometimes it's harder to look at like what's really going on inside of us does our character match up with the life that we are trying to achieve and so I love the scripture from 2 Peter 1 from the message translation it says don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given and I want to say to our podcast listeners don't lose another minute in building on what we have given you mm. this week so far because it will complement your basic faith with good character spiritual understanding alert discipline passionate patience reverent wonder warm friendliness generous love each dimension fitting into and developing the others and i love this it says with these qualities active and growing in your lives no grass will grow under your feet mm. so basically mm. you're so um concerned with these good things that you're just going to keep growing That's like good. there's no time for anything else no day will pass without its rewards as you mature in your experience of our master jesus and so we want to encourage you to be serious about checking your character mm. really go through these four areas intellectually physically relationally spiritually what is your character like in those areas and be honest with yourself again you can't grow if you're not honest with yourself so you need to really really examine that maybe speak to someone that you really trust and that you're walking with and ask them to help you um to see like hey what is my character like in these areas and we just want to encourage you don't let this moment pass don't lose a minute in building on this specifically character check so podcast listeners i cannot believe that tomorrow is the last episode of this month's growth week the very first growth week of 2022 it has been so good so far so make sure that you do not miss this final episode hit that subscribe button make sure you share it with a friend or a family member and until tomorrow let's all just keep growing